Welcome to the Every Movie Ever Podcast. The following episode contains spoilers. Hello everyone and welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves. Um, my name is Rob McFarlane and today we are joined by the ever fantastic Spaceman and the Doll podcast. Welcome guys. Welcome wow. guys. Hi. Thanks for having us back, I guess. Yeah, no worries, oh, man. Not at all, not at all. <laughs> so uh, for those of you who are not up to date with everything we do, first of all, curse you. Secondly, uh, shame on your houses. Shame on your houses, both your houses, all two of you. <laughs> and um, uh, you've not been catching up. Then we have been. We're on part two of a two-part crossover with these guys. We uh, we were very lucky to be guested on their podcast for a quiet place, part one. Apologies and- for derailing that as well. That was <laughs> we got given free reign to chat shit, and so I feel the need that we need to yeah, apologise. Need to know who the. <laughs> Perfect sound proofing guy is go back and listen to that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. They, we, yeah. we cover a lot of things in that one. Uh, yeah, but, Rob uh, covers his personal hero. Um, <laughs> I didn't say personal hero. I you said, said sound, you said soundproofing hero. inspiration. Hero, <laughs> hero of soundproofing. <laughs> All of this and more is in part one. That's available on Spaceman and the Dolls feed. We will mm-hmm. put a link in the description. We um, shall do. But guys, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Tell us where we can find you. Tell us, I don't know, a couple of episodes that we've uh, that you've just just been uh, able to cover. Uh, what was so we've done dash cam. What was the one before we did dash cam? Okay. Man, I totally forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> we did X. We covered X. X. That's X. it. Yeah. So dash cam and X are like the most recent ones, apart from okay. the Quiet Place. Nice. So it's and mainly like a horror focus. Majority, yeah. Awesome. Gotcha. Maybe awesome. some weird thrillery type films like Katie Picks. He tends to pick <laughs> like the, the more disturbing stuff. Well, we we were we, Ben and I were talking about this a couple of weeks back. We were talking about you've got like your supernatural horror, and then you've got what what we sort of term things that are horror horror because they're horrific without there being any actual supernatural things in there. Yeah. I think they count as horror. It doesn't necessarily yeah, have to be a lot of real life horror. I guess. Yeah. I think there's a lot yeah. of movies that are so fucking upsetting to watch that they should be a horror, but they're classed as like rom-coms and shit, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, like bad films in general. <laughs> 500 Days of Summer. Yeah. Dude, that's Not a wrong. fucking, that's Groundhog Day. <laughs> that's horrendous. That entire movie fucking ruined me. I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> but today we're covering A Quiet Place 2. Mm, in the part hooray. two of The Quiet Place crossover. So... Rob, I know you're not a fan of the first one. No. 
because there's a lot of plot holes. And as we mm-hmm. know, you love plot. You love adult well, feelings. Well, as, as, as I believe I said in the funniest thing I will ever say in my life, Quiet Place Part 1, if it were a chocolate, it's so full of holes, it'd be a whisper. Hey! Yeah. I think arrows have more holes than whisper. No, they've got fewer holes. They're larger. Think about it. It's the same volume, but the bigger bubbles. So there's actually fewer holes. God, I fucking hate this logic. I hate this logic, man. <laughs> I hate the logic. Guys, what did you think of the second part? I enjoyed it more than the first one, at least. Okay. I thought it was a bit. Thought the act. There was a bit more action to it, at least. Okay. Okay. And I think, like, yeah, I liked it better than the first one. I think the second one it tied it together nicely, and it's not often right. that sequels do that so well. Um, yeah, and obviously it has Cillian Murphy, Killian, Cillian, whoever you are. I love you, and I'm glad. That I did <laughs> Same. Can, but before we before we press on, can we all decide? Collectively, whether we're going to use Cillian or Killian, because I don't know which it, one it, it is either. I, say I, think it, I think it is. I think it is Killian, but I would rather okay. say Cillian. I think. I think for the rest <laughs> of this, we call him Cillian because I, I. I. I also now prefer that, even though that's now not what he's called. All right. So we know that it's Killian, <laughs> but we're all going to opt into Cillian, right? Yeah, yeah. Reality can be Fantastic. whatever we choose it to be. It's, it's sure. It's, yeah. Sure. I've legitimately been calling him Cillian the whole time, awesome. like ever since I've then known Cillian him. Cillian so. is. Cillian, Cillian is. is. From that's from here on out. what he does. Yeah. It doesn't somewhat serious. It's it's silly and it's so yeah, yeah. scary. It's We're gonna brilliant. have to hand him hand him a deed poll and just be like, look, mate, uh, yeah, we've man. all had a chat and it's silly and from now on, and he's just gonna have to go with it. <laughs> yeah, you have to go for all, all four of us. I yeah, like yeah. It. So for me, this movie is like I fucking loved the first one, and this one it kind of takes you back and shows you how it started, and. Uh. The main reason that I love this, right, is I'm fucking obsessed with creature features. Mm. And this one is just about the creatures. I fucking adore it, man. It's like, it branches in a few of my favorite franchises. You get, like, the comet crashing to Earth. And there's news reports of other comets hitting Earth from, you know, like, around the globe. And shit's going down. And no one really knows what's going on. They're blaming, like, bombs or terrorism or this, that, and the other. And then one of these comets or asteroids landing like the small town where lee and lee and his family are evelyn evelyn and they all just start getting fucking ripped apart the whole town man <laughs> it's fucking beautiful it reminded me of starship troopers you know how like the bugs yeah yeah, yeah. send yeah. their like send their attacks through space to hit earth like that it mm-hmm. kind of reminded me of that um but oh. yeah oh i was just did it have to be like Okay, it's okay. It's all about the creatures, but now we're going to give them backstory, and it's it's aliens with it's aliens. Oh, they're from space, and they've got ears and aliens. Just like (laughs) and fucking. Okay, so if if I was going to be charitable about the first film, I would say the point of what's the point of the film? The point of the film is that even in a world where you can't make any noise, it's important to still talk to each other and tell tell your kids that you love them and shit like that. Even if you can't speak, you have to communicate. Family conquer is all man parental exactly. love over and everything and in this film which is set the very next fucking day no one talks to anyone little girl goes off leaves a little newborn brother with a kid with a gammy leg and it's just like oh do you know what I said it'd be a day but do you know what fuck it let's take four let's get to the camp and have a cup of tea on this little <laughs> island where there's no fucking supply issues because apparently they're self-sufficient and I'll go off with Killian Murphy who for some reason is now just on my side because he's being convinced by a fucking ten year old because that's Hold his on. mental fortitude Hold in this on. film right before you finish this obnoxious horrendously like 
wrong point. We all collectively decided on Cillian. We all said okay. Cillian. <laughs> all right, Cillian, because he's a very silly fucking boy in this Thank film. Thank you. Right? God. So, Silly Killian uh, fucking goes off to this. get a ten-year-old <laughs> on the on the word of, of 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 his mate who he's not seen in years, and he's like, oh, "Okay, I will go." He's, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go help my dead mate's daughter, and dead mate's ten-year-old daughter is like, "Yeah, but we could not." And he's like, "Yeah, go on, let's go for a jolly, let's go grab a boat, let's not tell your mum; she'll probably think we're dead and move on, and we'll never see her again." But fuck it. <laughs> oh, the whole point of the first movie Hold was on. let's just never talk to Hold anyone. On. Right. Morons Silly- making moron decisions in Moron World Part Two. You have no heart. Cillian Murphy does that shit because he wasn't enough for his wife, right? He wasn't enough for his wife and kid. That's why oh, he lost him. So now he gets the opportunity to go step and have in a wank in the cupboard like, and sort it out. Just having like... a wife and child is not the, the same as having a wank, you fucking monster. <laughs> Jesus Christ! He's like, oh, there's nothing. I can't help you. Oh, I've, yeah. oh, I've, oh, there's no He's resources. Completely helpless. He's like fully on his like his last leg. He's like, I'm fucked. My wife's gone. My kid's gone. I'm fucking heartbroken. I'm distraught. Mm. I can't do shit for anyone else. I can't let anyone else in. Mm. And then these people show up and are just sort of like, we were old friends. We got a newborn. We've literally the day before they lost their fucking husband. They're all real, real cut up about that, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they fucking are, man. They lost their like entire farm. It, I've got a whole thing about the farm, which I only noticed in this movie, which bothers me. In the last movie, okay. they can go to a waterfall and they can scream and shout and talk, but then they decide to live on a farm. Just move next to the waterfall. Oh yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that yeah, would yeah. make sense, that right? Was, yeah, okay, that yeah. would make sense. That made sense in this movie. And you, right, you know, and you know the whole sand and like, thing, and then in this movie they don't have sand, but they're fine. I knew you'd bring this up because last episode you're like, oh, well, what? they just run out of sand. <laughs> well, guess what they did? They <laughs> and did. guess what? It proved that the sand was fucking pointless. No, because then there was lunch, a bunch of like crispy leaves that they had to walk even slower on. Admittedly, there's grassy the side of them, so they could just walk on the grass. But this isn't the point we're making, Rob. I'm pulling you up on the shitty sand comments because it makes sense to a degree. Fully? No. A little bit. Probably. Probably. Ultimately, <laughs> I like the fact that we were able to see the monsters in like great high definition. Yeah, you know, it wasn't right? just like a little bit here, a little bit there. I like that mm-hmm. we could fully see the monster for what it was. They were um, cool as fuck. And it, it definitely wasn't what I expected either. I was quite taken aback by it. The monsters yeah. are weird as fuck, man. The aliens are weird. Like they don't ha- they don't hunt for food because you know, like on the train and stuff, we see a lot of corpses mm. that have like rotted away to to nothing they've not been eaten there's none of that so just uh, the reason i love these right is i i can immerse myself in them the characters are so vague and so maybe not underdeveloped they are (laughs) like this bare minimum development you know what i mean but it kind of lets me fill in the gaps and i really like that it's like a fucking disney single-on karaoke movie yeah yeah yeah. it's it's like going to prostitute and wanking yourself off you know you're the one doing all the work (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I think like when ambiguity and characterization oh. is like really shallow, sometimes it can be yeah. a pro. And I, I yeah, feel that way. I, I, feel I see like what it you helps mean. With like my immersion, like I can picture myself in that situation because no matter who I am or what mood I'm in or what is happening around me, there is something that I can relate to because it is relatively vague, and I find it like mm. easily relatable that way. If it was like really well rounded out, and they were like small town corn farmers i'd find it more difficult to relate to them because i know fuck all about corn farming and the ins and outs of owning and running a corn farm so i'd be like 
Maybe this is just what they're really good at. Maybe this is what they're great at. They've just been prepping for this their entire life. But um, it's just funny, isn't it? How like lack of character development, like it. It seems to be like when you when you read a review about a movie, it's almost mm. like a slur. You know, that it's, it's people use that yeah, yeah, yeah. as like it being a terrible film. It's like they can't. It has. It there is. has to be some depth to all of them. <laughs> No, I, I, I completely agree with you. I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily a negative point. It can be, like it definitely can mm. be. But if you look at the old like uh, the Hills Have Eyes from the seventies, like the characters mm. there are uh, overwhelmingly undeveloped, but they're all relatable. Apart from the the one guy kid, he creeps me out, man. He's just got like a seedy vibe about him. I think he went on to direct porn after that movie. Yeah, I know. It's it's like if he had the mustache, I'd be like, that's where it is. But because he doesn't have it, I almost don't trust that he's embracing it. You know what I mean? I, I, I find it interesting though, because I I genuinely did hate the lack of character development. I I that's genuinely I my main issue with these films. But I I I can I I just never considered that it's you know it's like a silent protagonist in a video game. You know, okay, it allows yeah. me to to yeah, it's Master just, Chief in Halo. You, yeah. you project your own. You project your own thing. You draw your own relevance from that. <sighs> but I just, I feel, I feel like, I, I feel like, like I said, it's like going, going to be told a story and someone being like, there was a place, and in that place was a thing, and the thing yeah. did whatever you want it to do because it's your story. And I'm like, this is not why I came here. That's what I grew up with. <laughs> funny bones, man. In a dark, dark town, in a dark, dark street. <laughs> it's a dark, dark house. It's the funny bones, man. That's fucking gems of childhood. The I was also annoyed that um, somewhere beyond the sea some did not lead to like a fucking cannibalism. Just like, yeah, come on in. Come on in. The, the, oh, the, the pot's warm. I was fun. convinced it was just... Because if you're going to be living in a post-apocalyptic society, be like, come here. We've got shelter. We've got weapons. We've got yeah, utopian society. And then nom, 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 nom. And it wasn't. It was literally a utopian society because we've got a bit of river. Well, I thought the group before we met the utopian society was going to mm. be like the cannibals. Yeah, I they think were they very, were. Uh, I think they were like that that sort yeah. of branch. I think you've got like they were that was very rednecky. Ding 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 ding. Stop that banjo! Well. They've got massive ears. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird. I get what you're saying about the character development and stuff, man, but. The thing that confuses me about the utopian societies, we see that these creatures can travel through water. They are like, mm -hmm. they're the perfect predators. They can slip in and out of water without disturbing the surface. They are. Yeah, but they can't swim. But ha no, no, I don't think that's true. I think they can. That is swim. true. There's a scene where it literally sinks. It jumps off the during the cannibal delivering yeah, scene. Ding, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. and it starts dancing and it dances so hard it falls off the pier and right. and starts drowning. It's like <laughs> blah, 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 damn bluegrass, blah, 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 my weakness. But I don't it hooks think onto they need underneath to the boat. Though. Yeah. Oh, you reckon? probably don't need to breathe under, but it needs to. What makes you think they need to breathe? It's not fucking Aquaman. Well, hold on, hold on. They've just travelled on a fucking asteroid through the depths of space, probably for millennia. They don't need to eat. They have either some sort of like self-sustaining calorie system that feeds them energy because they're not eating. Yeah, they're vegan. Yeah, they're yeah. Well, no, they're not eating shit. They might be eating plants, <laughs> I guess, but to land on a fucking random thing and pick up like what a turnip and just start going, it's all right, human. Yeah. <laughs> and then pick up a carrot. Fucking, you know what I mean? That's a, that's they're a, militant vegans. That's a, that's a good theory. 
It's they're militant vegans. <laughs> they're the knobheads that hold up the signs, right? Outside yeah, Sainsbury's. they're Facebook vegans. Sausages exactly. have feelings. All right, yeah, you wouldn't yeah, drink you. milk straight from a cow! Try me. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the worst. Like I am a vegan. The worst thing about being a vegan is other vegans. Like I fucking I can't stand it. Are you guys vegan? Have you ever tried veganism? No, I like bacon too much. Yeah, that's fair. I I don't. I'm not really. I'm not really a vegetarian, but I don't really eat red meat very often. Okay. I definitely eat chicken and fish, but I don't really mm. like red meat. I don't. I I don't really like how it's made. You know, like mm. I think like how we treat cows and pigs is pretty fucking brutal. I think mm. I do you know what actually caused me to change that way is when mm. I watched. Have you ever seen the movie Oja with the giant? Yeah, pig? yeah, yeah, the giant yeah, pigs. I, yeah, 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 it yeah, upset yeah. me, and I can't eat pig <laughs> yeah. anymore. I have bacon occasionally, but I don't like it anymore. No, That's so weird. That, me and uh, me and Laura watched that film about six years ago, and the day after, we were both like, nah. <laughs> Remind me to not watch yeah. that film. <laughs> it just, it, it's, it's, it's really, it's really gets it's to you. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it, fucked. I, I didn't think it was going to do anything to me. Um, obviously, Tilda Swinton's character was so unlikable. I thought I didn't really think I was going to mm. identify with the movie at all. But there's just this. They have this crazy ability to have this imagery where it's so like such a typical Asia kind of movie with really mm -hmm. beautiful backdrops and it's shot really well. Mm -hmm. And then you just you're met with this absolutely brutal, horrific scene of like these beautiful animals being absolutely desecrated. And it's yeah. so disgusting and mm -hmm. systematic. It just makes you cry. I know. Yeah, massively. And it, but it, it does. It does. I'm so fucking hungry right now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you should watch it you should watch it because no, i was one of those no. people that really was i was never affected by things like mm. that like whenever i would see things by peter or whatever that none of that stuff ever really stuck to me leave him but out that this. movie it changed no you know who i'm talking about <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that it, it changed me for sure okay. i can't say many netflix movies have done that to me but it did I don't know, mm. I'm in a weird state at the moment, man. I'm fucking, everything that I'm watching seems to be hitting me like either square in the heart and I just end mm. up bawling like a kid. Dude, Stranger Things really? is a fucking roller coaster at the minute, man. Oh, man. I don't, I've not seen it yet. No spoilers, no spoilers, no spoilers, no spoilers, no spoilers. I have cried every episode in season four. <laughs> you, wow. What? Don't know why, don't know why. It just fucking happened. Do you know what? Dear I'm not God. ashamed of it. Not ashamed of it. I'm in tune with my with my <laughs> inner. Oh, yeah, I, I it's just it's, <laughs> it's oh, the nostalgia it's... and the investment, isn't it? I think mm. like it's, I it's I, I get tearful man. when I'm watching something that you're really invested in it. Like even if there's not even that much happening, you're just like, yes, more, more of it's happening. Oh man, I watched one episode yesterday and it fucking ruined me. Like I, I paused <laughs> it because I just couldn't see the screen. I, would, I had to pause. I had to have like a little 15 minute like a. Alright, <gasps> mm. my missus was boring as well when she. <laughs> Watching. I've, got, I've got to. I've got to figure out what films I can recommend you watch this week, just to really destroy you know Just be like, mm. it, mate, it's, you don't have to try that hard. Like, Mac I could have seen a film like Mac and Me. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably shed a tear at Mac and Me when that little <laughs> bastard dies at the end. <laughs> I want to see the American one where he's shot though. What are we talking oh, about? Yeah. Quiet, place, Quiet part place Part Two and Quiet its incredible sound two. design. Right. <laughs> dope. It, the sound design is fucking dope. I'll have no yes, bad words said about it. It is insane. No, 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 no. I, I, I can't disagree. The sound design is great. The sound doesn't behave like sound. And it doesn't have I'm to. 
incredibly annoyed about the scene where a 10 year old walks into a recording studio and just does my job because everything's magically set up. But yeah. besides that, <laughs> besides that, oh, this the is sound design is incredible. Like, a little complex, but like, uh, my job is far more important than that, thank you. <laughs> and my job is far more important than that, thank you. She would never be able to figure yeah. out my job. It is so important. <laughs> yeah, I see. She had yeah. to be the fucking savior though, man. Like I, cause I thought you were gonna bring this up and I knew you were gonna take yeah. the piss out of it. I don't know why. I think it's just why we're friends. Cause I can almost yeah, tell yeah. if I watch a movie, I'm like, Rob would hate that. Rob yeah, would hate yeah, that. yeah, yeah, same, same, same. Yeah. That's why I tell you to watch movies at the same time as me so I can anticipate my hilarious <laughs> responses. Um, so you've got like uh, the widow mother of three with an infant child left to fend for herself, literally lost her husband the day before, right? Mm -hmm. The fucking, the little lad who is shit scared of everything, just lost his dad, who was mm -hmm. like, you know, the protector, the be all, like the fucking ha 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 of the yep. family. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that's Bit the of a men sound effect coming in there. That's it, man. Have you seen men yet? Has anyone seen it? No. Seen what? Not yet. No. Men. That no, basically yeah. that melody that you just did right there is like all the way through the film, constantly. Oh, fucking awesome! Nice. Yeah. I'm all about you already. So yeah. he gets fucking trapped in a bear trap, and he's he's mm -hmm. like gonna he's risking life, threatening infection with no medication and shit. She, mm -hmm. the mom's now got to look after him. He's got to help out mm -hmm. the infant. It has to be the daughter to go and say she, she has to be the one that's because obviously she's just figured out their weakness right mm. yeah. she is like she is her father's child because it was child. really hard to figure out you know with the whole you don't know what it look, it's a small town <laughs> family man they're not like fucking running around <laughs> figuring out all this audio shit she like she made the connection with the electrical interruptions from the aliens and was like fuck that's really hurting my ears maybe if I boom yeah it works brilliant let's just <laughs> mm -hmm. do that mm -hmm. yeah anyway so that's great <laughs> I generally thought they was going to kill another kid off in this one when that when he steps in bed. I was praying. Oh. I was hoping. What? Praying. What is wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong with you? I felt awful about that baby with the little breathing apparatus Get on him as well. Oh, the, I was the... that, that was not okay about that. That was making. I actually felt like a suffocating feet. I was like, but that's like the that. immersion of the movie. Like that's the that's the thing. Uh, you're you're a mother, right? Yeah. So you could relate to to it on that aspect of being sort of like this little baby in a soundproof box with a tiny fucking oxygen mask and it's running out of oxygen. Mm. That whole thing there, that was like, that must have instilled some sort of, I don't know, relatability on that part. Or you might have been able to like put yourself in that position and kind of relate to it that empathize, way. Empathize, empathize. Yeah. I've never shoved my child in a thing like that, so yeah, I can't yeah, relate not... to it on that <laughs> sense. But You've got a washing I... machine, what's up? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's never happened. Um, no, but it, even when it, when you're a kid, like you think everything's fine and you're just eating with them and all of a sudden they just start choking. It just mm. puts the fear of God in you, you know, mm. and you, yeah, you, you imagine, do have man. this... You do get this feeling where it's like you're choking because they're choking, you know, and that that I don't know what it was, but it was very effectively done. It did actually. I actually felt it. There's something about suffocation in scenes generally, mm. not so much people being strangled, funnily yeah, enough. Yeah, but yeah. People, when you when you can see in movies that the oxygen in something is going down, you can feel it. You know, it's yeah. like a, uh, kind of feeling. I, mean, I don't one, like of, one of my all time phobias is there's this volcanic thing that happens when there's a volcanic vent under a lake and the lake's really deep. It leaches loads of carbon dioxide into the bottom of the lake where there's loads of water and the pressure keeps it underneath. And then all it takes mm. is like someone throwing a stone in and it disturbs mm. the water. So all the carbon dioxide at the bottom rushes to the top. 
creates this massive cloud of unbreathable air that moves for miles and everyone suffocates for like hundreds of miles around. And I read about that as a kid and I was just like, oh my God, I'm never living near a lake. It was oh, like an God. irrational fear. It happened once in Africa and I'm like, that's it, I'm never li living near a lake. Ever. Or a volcano. Oh my ever. gosh, I think I right? heard about that. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. terrifying. <laughs> Make a film about that, I would shit myself. I live next mm. to a lake. Well, that makes sense. I live I next to a lake, but no volcanoes, right? So I'll probably oh, be fine. all right. Yeah, yeah, you'll probably be all right. No <laughs> volcanoes so... that you know about. I've seen Dante's we Peak. We don't have any volcanoes yet. <laughs> <laughs> they knew it was a volcano. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, they did. Yeah. That was the whole point of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I watched Pierce Brosnan, all it's right? It's not a fucking suspense thriller. They're not like, where is this lava coming from? <laughs> We've never known about this enormous volcano on our doorsteps. <laughs> Are you talking about volcano as in like the... Yes, volcano, the, the other one. one where they don't know it's a volcano. It just comes up and they're like, what the fuck is all... Where's all this lava coming from? We weren't <laughs> expecting this, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to know what you guys would individually, without checking your notes and conferring, mm -hmm. say the point of this film is. <laughs> well... Go on, you, go, on, you guys go first. You guys go first. Go okay, on. you probably got more of an answer. I've got my answer, and I know it's going to annoy Rob, mm. so I want to savour in it. I want to relish <laughs> in it. The point of this movie—that's interesting. It's difficult, isn't it? Because a lot of post-apocalyptic stuff, it doesn't really. I don't. I'm trying to think of anything I've seen that had like a really political, socio, any kind of message to it a lot of it is just like well how would you fare you've got the road which is about what is parental love in a world that's definitely going to die and by keeping your child alive you're your, oh yeah, because uh, that's a million miles away from the two movies we've just watched. Maybe I'm just looking. Maybe I'm looking at it a little bit too deeply. I'm thinking like political stuff, and I'm just like, oh no, fuck okay, politics. That's Batman versus no. Superman bullshit. We've just covered that, and um, but <laughs> but you know, Spoiler. like it's fantastic. Oh god, <laughs> god, I'd rather peel my cock like a banana than watch that fucking film again. I'd rather watch you, you do, do that than watch that film. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I told Rob I'd watch the the uncut version and then watch the theatrical because it was only two and a half hours. But then Rob watched the three hour one, and I feel like that was a little victory for me. Oh, um, yes. So the point, I'm sorry, the point of this film, guys, which was so evident that it, it just tripped off your tongues. Yeah, entertainment. Why it's, make this? It's entertainment. I know it's the a, first one was the first one was a love letter to his kids when John mm -hmm. Krasinski made it. Yeah, but the second one, I know he didn't want to put. Much he didn't want to do it originally. Mm, yeah, kind he was of sort of tricked into John it. John Carpenter, Carpenter esque. Mm. Um, yeah, maybe this. I don't know what this point of it is. This one's like. a hate letter to his kids. This one's like get in a fucking bear <laughs> trap and get suffocated. You pissed me this off. You were too noisy. Just, uh, this one's a love letter to deaf kids. I don't know. Yeah, the first, one, <laughs> the first one's like, a love letter cool to his too. kids. The second one is his will and testament, being like, "What are you gonna do now? I'm dead." Hmm? What's your plan? <laughs> Get to become friends with Cillian Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's his phone number. Um, he lives in the bunker over the hill. No, oh. I think it's entertainment. I think it's about like the parental love aspect, but I also think it's a nice thought experiment into what would happen if a super small town, local, rural family mm. were faced with the intergalactic... Indestructible. Sorry, Beastie Boys. <laughs> I love how you cleared that up at the end by saying Beastie Boys, as if we might have confused that for Florence and the Machine or 
any other person. Don't on the bring planet. Florence and the machine into this. A fucking owl locked in a wind the chime shop. Point is, oh! yes, <laughs> it's entertainment, right? A thought experiment of if aliens landed in yeah. a small town and then you had fucking no time to prep and you just mm -hmm. had to go with it every single day. You had to shut the fuck up and run with it. That was it. I just, I love that. Because I live okay. in a small town right now, and if shit landed there, I wouldn't know what the fuck to do. I wouldn't know to go to a farm and set up a You've light system. You've not got a zombie action plan. Yeah, fill up a couple of sinks and board the windows. The, like, what the fuck else? What else? Come on, guys, you've got a zombie action plan, right? Zombies, Big zombies, yeah. Yeah, exactly. We've got, we've got supermarkets we can get to. I generally, like, I'm terrified at the fragility of suburbia. Like, we really believe that, like, our Amazon subscriptions and all yeah, this is, like, it's, like, the corner points of our existence. And yeah. it could all fall apart so easily. And even though there is that huge amount of fragility and, like, the superficialness of everything that we have, like, what strengths do we actually have with family and friends that would survive all of that? And I think exactly. that we do sort of lend ourselves too much to all of those things, like becoming obsessive about our subscriptions, what's going in, what's going out, yeah, outcomings, yeah. Mm. whatever. And I, it is, I, I do like movies like this where it is actually, it takes away all of the bullshit and you're stripped mm. away with the raw emotions of survival, which, I mean, I actually said in the last episode, I just kill myself because Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I probably wouldn't. I'd give it a little shot. I'd treat it like a video game. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'd try for like 10 <laughs> minutes and then I'd be like, it's... <laughs> I treat it like I could respawn. I'd just run at shit open. My arm. entire plan for the zombie apocalypse is is it, it, it hinges on being near a gym. Because if I can get a couple of treadmills set up... At, oh, he'll fix it. Um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but my entire plan depends on getting a couple of treadmills set up on my front and back door. And then I'm safe from any zombies because they ain't getting about, over that shit. They just sort of like circumvented them by like six inches and then just went for the windows. Oh, you're on about like an entire fucking like a moat Yeah, yeah, of just a circle. Yeah, oh, moat yeah, yeah. of treadmills, just at yeah. full speed. And then Those... I just live on spiders, you know? Yeah, the famously <laughs> battery-powered treadmills, right? The treadmills that are powerful enough to repel zombies backwards that are powered by <laughs> nothing but solar power, right? Yeah, the power yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. first thing to go, you'd be fucked. Uh, excuse me, not on the little island where we've got fucking barbecues and come by oh, up. Well, that's a utopia, mate, all right? <laughs> it's the first utopia that i've seen in a long time that wasn't like nefarious like i was like yeah. you said I was with the cannibalism yeah. i was yeah, i was yeah. waiting for something i've seen mm -hmm. too many movies maybe but it it seems like utopia it kind of has to be somewhat evil nowadays doesn't it like it's kind of mm -hmm. become a bit of a trope that it can't just be purely good i think they substituted the nefariousness with just I killing them all. <laughs> I think yeah. the movie's nefarious enough, you know what I mean? There's fucking aliens running around, like, trying to fucking slice people in half for no mm. reason other than for sport. Like, that's it. Yeah. They're like, they, they must have travelled from a different planet that they'd either wiped out or that planet had been destroyed and now they're on asteroids travelling throughout the fucking cosmos. They land on a planet, wipe it out, and then I guess it's their thing. They're like planetary herpes, right? They yeah, just, just up, massive fans can't of get tennis. Rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing it, you know I just that's why I know I wouldn't make it like I'm paranoid as hell yeah. and just like the things like just like going to a utopia place like that I'd be like no you're not taking me there you know I'd rather take myself out than take my chances hell yeah I just I think that, I think I the reason it. we're so paranoid of utopias is we've seen enough documentaries about like Mormon settlements or like you know places where Jonestown it's like, oh, Jonestown exactly mm. those places like we've had zero reported crime in 10 years it's like yeah reported 
There's been lots <laughs> of crime. She killed him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no one's felt comfortable coming forward. That's what it is. So I, I feel like we all sort of look at utopias and we're like, there'd be assaults. Because people are people and people you've got no authority there to deal with it and it would just get weird. We've seen The Walking Dead and the fact of the matter is there's no authority anymore. So when shit goes wrong, you're going to have to have yourself a public hanging. Bear in mind though, right? So this whole, the whole Quiet Place and Quiet Place 2 takes place over the span of like three months, right? The, the second movie mm. starts off in the summer and then when we're up to date with them, it's the fall. So it's like two or three months mm. time, right? Yeah. So even in that point, what we're watching is we're watching these small groups of survivalists do their thing. There's the whole, there's the comment of like, you know, the military has armor piercing rounds or tanks mm. or cannons or gases mm -hmm. or fucking yeah. like napalm, anything. Yeah. You could hover a drone with a speaker on it, draw them all to one place <laughs> and just nuke it. But yeah, in yeah. my mind, this kind of adds to that thing where, like, you can imagine all of that shit happening in the background and people scrambling in, like, underground bunkers trying mm. to figure out, like, safety plans and shit. But all we're interested in is this this little tiny fucking pocket yeah. groups. You've got the one group of guys that have gone the evil route, you know, like, the, the mm -hmm. way that the road did and the way that every other apocalyptic movie goes. Where it's like, the world's over, let's just fucking stab each other, poke, poke. And then you've got yeah. the <laughs> other side, which is the utopia where everything's lovely. Um, and mm. it's it kind of shows different aspects of humanity. Yeah, it's almost it like watching a, it's, yeah, it's almost like watching Avengers Endgame from the sort of perspective of a bootlegger in the twenties. It's exactly the sort of film I want. We could watch all the Thanos shit going on, or we could just be in the Appalachian Mountains and yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, just your your next door neighbor disappears, and you're like, oh shit, I what that was? <laughs> Roll credits. <laughs> As well as rating the movie, we, we tend to do a thing. There was a tweet Ben saw that we thought was perhaps the best tweet in the world, which is somebody uh, summed up the human centipede by just going, human centipede's great because it is medically possible. And that was all they cared about. Yeah. That was all that was their, their whole thing. The human centipede was a good film. Yeah. Uh, not because it was well acted or well put together or any of these things. It was medically possible. So it, 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 come, it falls to us to ask you guys individually, how medically possible do you find A Quiet Place Part 2? <laughs> on, a scale, well, on a scale of... Uh, acupuncture like to... Oh, up, no, no. Crushed up tiger bones curing cancer <laughs> to, like... Stitches. I don't know. Day surgery. Mm. Crushed tiger bones to day <laughs> surgery. How medically possible if, is this? It's <laughs> if there's aliens that actually exist like that. Presume there is somewhere. Somewhere yeah. there's going to be some aliens. The there's some aliens has, about somewhere with the venom mouse. universe is very vast and wide, so mm -hmm. I'd probably yeah. say it's fairly accurate. To what Nicely done, Carl Sagan. We're good, yeah? Yeah, Sagan. I kind of think 50-50, yeah. I mean, but to be honest with you, I just kind of hope that if there are aliens that exist, that they're like the ones from Mars Attacks. That's my... I want that's them my fucking to be like nightmare. That. That's my actual nightmare. Hey, that's, I know, right? Dude, like, that's my, I was that's my like... favorite fucking. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. To the point of, he I reads got, the books. Like, oh, really? He's an adult oh, man. They are novelettes. They're not just books. They're novelettes. <sighs> Touch some grass, please. Novelettes. Oh wow! Oh, Lovely. Especially this. I've also got a comic book crossover with Mars Attacks and Kiss. Where Kiss oh go on tour, God. the Mars Attacks movie happens in the background, but one of the aliens get lost and becomes a roadie for Kiss. It writes <laughs> itself. It writes itself. It's a fucking masterpiece. Oh, you couldn't really imagine the aliens in a quiet place becoming a roadie, could you? 
don't think that would happen. I mean, they'd be fucking good at getting shit off the truck. Let's be fair. Imagine someone <laughs> drops an amplifier. Someone drops it. They're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> they'd have to be gone by sound check, of course. But yeah, yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, so medically possible. Okay, we're we're going. Those aliens might exist I'm, somewhere. Mate, I'm putting this down as day surgery, man. I think this is medically possible. I think they were fucked, fucked medically. They had to go to pharmacies to pick up shit. They were like on their mm -hmm. ass trying to figure out how to get the baby to breathe in a tiny little fucking mm -hmm. fritzel box. And then there was. Yep. <laughs> This, uh, See, I, I got know, annoyed man. at the Fritzel box and I Googled it. I Googled the Fritzel box. You Googled box. Fritzel box. You are on yeah, a list. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere, yeah, somewhere yeah, yeah. has put you on a no, list. No, no, no. <laughs> I Googled how much oxygen do you need in an airtight container, right? And for so a thing just... vaguely that, that size, 15 okay. days they'd have been able to breathe before they died. Well, yeah, they, need, they were in there for one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That baby was a day old. Yeah, yeah. So one person, and then the day after, the mum went to go get. Could have lived in that. Could have lived in that tank for fifteen days without dying. That yeah. whole timer thing, completely yeah. medically impossible. How do you know? Because I fucking googled it, Ben. Where was the needle? <laughs> it's a when bit it ambiguous. What? You don't know it was like, a full tank. It's a bit. Um... I want to hear what Katie said. Sorry, you fucking interrupt. I'm you yelling. Fucking last two seconds of I'm these yelling. <laughs> I just like so. It's, I mean, that just like so without dying. But how much of their facets are missing from you know? You can survive for fifteen days without oxygen, like being deprived slowly. But there'd be some damage from that, right? Oh yeah, no, you'd, you'd have... be you'd be a bit slow by like day ten. But you still have <laughs> like <laughs> by day ten, you're going to be eating cottage cheese and sitting at the back of the bus licking the window. But generally, you're wow. fine for the first ten days. Like you're good. Because I was like, I was like, surely that surely don't run out of. Because I've slept in hotel rooms that size and not died. Yeah, so that's my medically possible downgrade. Besides the aliens, which I think are possibly one of the most rational and reasonable parts of this film. Right, they're fantastic, and I love them. I think the creature design's great. I think the sound design's great. I just yeah. don't give a fuck about any of the people. That's because you're heartless. <laughs> you are a heartless monster, and that would make you an alien. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, guys, thank you so fucking much for joining us, man. Oh, actually, oh, no, been before, a pleasure we this, before we do this, before we do this, what are yeah. you gonna what are you gonna rate the movie? Not on a medical scale, just like out of ten. Uh, I think I give this. A four or a four and a half. I think it's yeah. like half a star better than the last one, I think. Okay. Or the first one. What is that, out of five? Yeah, that's what I did on Letterboxd. Uh, give, <laughs> um, give us a rating out of ten. Think... Give us a rating out of ten. Well, just double oh, it, Ben. You, fuck you double it. It's in a fucking math quiz. Fucking sign up to do some homework. <laughs> so like an eight, an eight and a half. Eight and, and a half, yeah. Eight and a half. Two. Okay, okay, okay. Cool, cool, cool. See? Homework done. Quick maths. Um, for me, I'd say seven, seven and a half. Um, creature horror is not really a thing for me, but it's mm. one of my the one of the better ones, one of the more better modern ones I'd seen. So mm. yeah, I'd say seven, seven and a half tinkering. Nah. Okay. What about you, Rob? Two. Two. Fuck off. This is a two. Out of ten? Oh my yeah. god. Oh. No, okay, okay. The fucking Four. aliens alone are worth more <laughs> yeah, than two. Yeah, so th that's what I was going to say. The aliens are two. Ridiculous. John Krasinski being a hunky bay is 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 half a one. Killian, Killian Murphy Mur is Cillian. a one. Cillian, we agreed on this. Cillian, 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 Cillian. 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 Um, and the kid getting his leg in a bear trap was pretty lol. So yeah, we'll go for a four. <laughs> I'm going Heartless. nine, man. I'm going fat nine. <laughs> you fat fucking nine. asshole. I fucking love this movie, oh. but I can't give it a 10 because 
A Quiet Place Part 3 is coming out in 2025. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah. We're going to spin off the next year. Yeah, buddy. The universe expands. Is this one going to be set in a library? No, it's just a baby crying on a plane and John Krasinski in the background. Shh. <laughs> 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 his fingers like up near his eye. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the one bit that bothers me, man. The fucking, what is this? Outstanding. That's, that's visible because you look someone in the eye. He's, he's actually oh, pointing yeah, to the top of his head going, think yeah. at some point in this film, <laughs> make a rational decision. No. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for joining us. It has no been problem. a pleasure as always. Us. Let everyone know where we, where we can find you, please. Pretty much everywhere. Most streaming services. Uh, Asda, Tesco. Bus yeah, stops, I mean, if you look hard enough, if you ask someone, they'll, they'll bring you a phone and be like, Spotify, <laughs> iTunes, Amazing. Uh, Google, nice. the usual places. Fantastic. And um, what's your uh, what's your next film after this? Uh, Society is yes. what we're doing Society. next. Ooh, I've not heard of that one. What's that one? Uh, one of the best body horrors of the 90s ever. You have to watch it. it it's probably totally up you guys' street to be honest with you. Gangster. Sorry, The All Verge right, of the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it, it feels like a very quintessential 90s movie. It's got like that kind of vibe to it. But it's, it's, uh, it's so um camp and funny yes. and the humor is it it's just very like i'm all like, over this if you if you can imagine like saved by the bell yeah but, but uh, a body horror mm. so but screech, a body is horror. <laughs> screech is sex tape is what you're watching that's fine uh. <laughs> no there's no sock on there's no hand puppet there's no sock um but there is there is basically yeah there's a lot of like swimsuits a lot of neon a lot of um Bright the government you, is really evil awesome. and they're up to something I'm no good and there's a lot of elitism and nice. great synthy music and just it's it's so the the script is so poor um the acting is terrible but it's amazing I and it's, 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 it's great film. yes yeah, and the sequel came out as a comic book according to wikipedia so Ben, you're in, you're in luck. There's even comic books for you to buy. Sounds like right the ending street, is like nothing I've ever experienced before, and it was like the first proper body horror movie I ever saw. So I, it's I kind of it, I hold it close to my heart because it's 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 a great movie. But yeah, That's Society awesome, will be our next one. Sold. We're going to watch that, and then we'll um, we'll check out your episode available on all good podcast providers. Yeah, we'll keep an eye out for that. Guys, one. thank you so much for joining us. Um, we love you. Ever. We love you each. <laughs> And every one of you very, very dearly. Thank you so much for the support recently. Join the fucking Discord. Join the Discord. Send me a recipe. <laughs> yeah. I and don't know if we want to look at your fridge. I don't know. I'm <laughs> oh, kind of you want to see the fridge. Trust me. The fridge mm -hmm. has got the goods. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you, guys. We will catch you next week when we return to our regularly scheduled Batman programming where we will be doing what is it? the four-hour Snyder Cut of Justice Fuck League. Sake. Hooray! <laughs> I don't want to do this Love anymore, you guys. Man. Bye. I don't bye want to do this anymore. Bye. Don't just cut me bye. off. Don't just cut me off.